0: Ladies so and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seatback and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-in items including laptops and devices of similar size for landing landing. Five,
1: two, three, two,
0: one. Ladies and gentlemen, the to enter. CULTURAMA WITH
2: DIVA
3: Hello CULTURAMA listeners and welcome to this exciting episode of CULTURAMA WITH DIVA Where simplicity is the best thing I'm your host Princess Tia and I have Clean Aiken with me and Mary Church, and this is just a conversational podcast. Letting you guys know what's going on, why I have been absent from episodes. Hey, Clean, how are you?
2: Hey, how you doing, Princess? I'm doing good.
3: All right, you have been through a battle, and I want to get the folks a little bit um, of a summary about you. Who is Clean Aiken?
2: Oh, Clint Aiken is um well give a real little summary about myself born may 4th 1984 1984 mm-hmm. in fort lauderdale Florida um i had sight for 29 years mm-hmm. and, um went blind 2013. and um like I, i'm not scared to tell anyone um when you ask god uh for mm-hmm. something you have to stand on what you ask god for so Two thousand eight mm-hmm. I was incarcerated and um I was facing I was facing fifteen years in prison. Mm-hmm. And um I asked God to get me out of this situation one last time. And um he did and uh twenty twelve came along and um it was late two thousand twelve and um I was at my dad house first we at my dad house. I remember like it was yesterday and um Next thing you know, boom. Got a text message from my little cousin. And my mom, she passed away in 2005. So, um, my cousin, um, her mother was just like my mom. So, it was a a picture message from her. And it was her mother. And her mother was bandaged up in the hospital. So, she said that, um, my little cousin said her exact words were, um, I'm gonna go check on her daily. I said no. You know, I didn't say no, but you know, I said F no. We going up there. So, um, me personally, I grabbed my gun. And um, I went up there. My I had bad intentions on hurting the dude. Um, I couldn't find him, so I came back home to Florida. And um, you know, God did things to stop me from um, literally, you know, like, going up there, like, he, I got, yeah. I just opened up the mailbox and got a, I had to check in the mail from the IRS for $10,000. Like, and Whoa! Yeah, so, I took that, and, you know, I already had money saved up. I took that, and I went to Orlando. And thing you know, boom. I went up there with sight. I came back without sight. And, um, 2013, I had had a double whammy, I went blind and I got placed on dialysis because uh, my mm-hmm. kidneys were bad. You know, I stayed on dialysis for 16 months. And um February 7th, 2015, I had a kidney and pancreas transplant at Miami Jackson Hospital. And um, I tell anyone who, that, that 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 been through a kidney and pancreas transplant, um, it's not for the weakest, it's for the scrum. Um, especially if you're a transplant patient and you're blind, that is not for the weak, it's for the strong. And with everything being said, um, mm-hmm. um, like being blind, it's not for the weak, it's for the strong. Like I try to tell people, you know, I try to encourage more sighted people to literally
1: mm-hmm.
2: get to know a blind person. So I try to get to know. I try to inspire more sighted people to get to know a blind person simply because like, I'm blind. And um, I encourage sighted people to ask me questions. I got to, I, I'm not scared to tell a, a sighted person. The dumbest question you can ask me is when you don't ask me a question. If you sit there and you assume about me because I'm blind, like assume that basically, okay. Um, like the weirdest question I ever asked is how I have sex, and it's crazy, you know. Like, and I said, I'm glad that you're asking. Because you could, I, uh, you could sit up there and you could assume. And I just like, like I explained, I like, I tell them, just like a regular person do. I just can't see. And you know, like I, I encourage sighted people to get to know blind people because, um, like, um, mm. I says blind people, you know, um. I might ramble for a little bit, but like, um, I ran into a bunch of blind people who say that us as sighted, uh, us as blind, us Mm -hmm. as blind people, we're not special. And I don't know what rock they were sleeping up under, but you have to be a special person to do what a blind person do.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Like twenty four hours a day, we're using our brain, so that means that basically we're getting smarter day by day, Mm -hmm. minute by minute, for real, second by second. So, real. like, people fail to realize, especially a lot of blind people fail to realize, if if us as blind people, if, if we're walking and we're using our cane, and we come across a crack in the cracking crack in the road, our mm-hmm. brain tells us, Clint, you could go left, right, or go over the or go over that crack in the road." Yes, it's up to us to use our brain
1: to yes. determine
2: which way we want to go. So, a lot of people, yes. a lot of blind people, feel to realize we get smarter day by day. Mm-hmm. I sit here, like we do what sighted people do with their eyes, we do it with a phone. Right.
3: Yes, for real.
2: Like honestly, like right, right, right about now, me, you, and your engineer, we on, we're on Zoom. I don't know if your engineer he 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 has sight, but like,
3: oh um, no, he's blind you, as well.
2: Three blind people on Zoom.
3: Oh yeah, one more she's that. still coming on. Four people. Well, uh,
2: I think well, Mary's four, four,
3: visually impaired I guess when she comes on. Well yeah.
2: Four people that has a a a, a, a vision I, don't, yeah. I hate to say disability, I call it right. a condition. Mm-hmm. So that has a that has a vision condition. That has a condition with the eyes on Zoom. Like, who would who would have ever imagined that? And like I tell people
0: Hey Mary. Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I just, um,
3: yeah, sorry about that. It's fine. We're coming to you in a minute. Continue clean, clean,
2: clean. Um, you know, like, oh, by the way, how you doing, Mary? Good. Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, my name is Clinton Aiken, and um, you know, um, I'll just, um, give me a summary about myself, but um, mm-hmm. like I was saying, us as blind people, people that have a vision condition. We get smarter every day because like we use our brain twenty four hours a day. And I consider myself to be amazing. But it's simply because like you tell me a person, another person that uses their brain twenty four hours a day. You know, using their wow. uses their brain to walk, using their using their uses their brain to, to eat, to read, to, to do everything. We, we we get smarter by smarter. We get smarter every day every like day by day and it's amazing because you know I only been blind nine years now. And for for for, for me for me mm-hmm. to be doing everything that I'm doing right now, you know, my family, they they joke with me and they say, B, mm-hmm. you ain't blind. And you know, like I laugh because you know like I say, just because like I do stuff like, stuff that I do, I do stuff that sighted people do. Like, um, if I need to go somewhere, you know, I, I ain't scared to hop in little Uber or Lyft and go somewhere. I ain't scared to, like, go, to, go into a store and say, hey, I need help shopping. I'm not scared, to, you know, like, um, prime example, like, I was just now on um, eBay shopping. And I bought some pink polo pants for breast cancer awareness for breast Ooh, cancer wellness. yes. Awareness um, a lime green um polo shirt with a pink polo man mm-hmm. and a lime green and pink and pink polo polo hat. And I'm gonna buy some polo some polo shoes. Ooh, like you go going
3: polo style,
2: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, if you don't catch me in a white t shirt, you catch me in a polo shirt. That's me all day, polo shirt, polo pants. Like, um, I'm going from the casual thug look to. To, 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 to the casual, look, a polo, I and mean, that's me all day. Like,
3: I, you know, and, people wonder how do black people dress. You know, people. Right. Yeah, Mary, what say you on that? How do how do we dress? How do black people dress?
0: Well, it's kind of interesting because when I was little, I asked a ton of questions, and I wanted to know about colors because I had a sister who is 13 months older than me and in retrospect that's really not that I mean that's that's pretty close together Mm -hmm. and um you know because she was learning I was learning too so that's kind of um that's kind of like what what happened it still gets kind of confusing but um i feel like because i was exposed to them at a really young age um it it helped me with with things like getting dressed and and um everything like that tell the public who are you who is mary church my name is mary Uh, Mary Church. I am from California, little town called Hollister, and um, I am a psychology student at Capella University. Um, I'm studying general psychology right now and almost at the end of my bachelor's degree. It's been kind of a long road um, because of health issues and stuff, so I've been in school for a long time. Um, I am a member of Psyche Honor Society, which is um, a society that promotes research in psychology and um, and mental health advocacy and things like that. Um, and I'm also deaf, considered deaf-blind. I have a condition called Nori disease, and that's pretty rare for a girl to have. It's usually found in males, but um, yeah, that is a little bit about me. Oh, wow. I did not know you
3: were hearing hearing aids at all I didn't know I know you I forgot have... I'm sorry
0: I forgot to tell you sometimes I forget to. so
3: <laughs> yes so are you able to see a little bit or not or not at all
0: um no I don't see at all um I actually have prosthetic eyes I got Whoa. them when I was um when I was 20 so um And before that, I wasn't able to see either because of retinal detachment and my eyes were actually shrinking and things were drying up, which was very painful. So um, that was one of the issues that kept me out of school for a little while was having to go through that process. And I'm glad I did um, because there is much less pain.
3: Oh, wow. Just to remind the folks that I'm speaking with Mary Church and Clive Agin and this program is brought to you by Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD and the Caribbean Professionals LLC.
2: We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and
1: join us in a journey of cultures, ideas and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An
2: amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, And we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva.
3: So, we are almost out of time. But I want to get lots of things in. But Mary... Tell us some of the general behavioral patterns out there in persons with special needs, especially during this global pandemic.
0: So, like the behavioral patterns of mm-hmm. of the people, or yes.
3: or, um, or persons with special needs in general.
0: Um. Honestly, there aren't any specific like. And it's kind of hard to lay a finger on um, a specific behavioral pattern. Um, It kind of depends on what their accommodations are and what kind of situations they're in, what they have been exposed to or not exposed to. And also attitude is, I think, um, very, very important as somebody who does things a little bit differently. Um, You know, you can have you can have everything all the technology all of the uh, you know the support but not have a good attitude and that will prevent you from getting a job and going out into society um one thing is i think that we are all um we we think about discrimination a lot and that makes sense because we face it all the time um so i think that sometimes what some people can do is think about it a little bit too much and you know it it, it really is hard because because it is a very it, in reality it is a very big part of um you know people like us who are professionals what you know what we true. deal with on true. a daily basis
1: it's and true. sometimes
0: um I said I sometimes think that a lot of us those of us who have special needs we you know we get tired we get burnt out we um we just We just want people to leave us alone so we can do our jobs. Uh,
3: True. I agree. I agree. So, guys, the Call Drama Podcast is back. Before I let Clint voice his opinion, but the Call Drama Podcast is back. We were out for a while, but I am back on track. I'm I'm back on track. My guests miss me. My listeners miss me. So, lots of things in store. New things coming on board. So, so sick and say Thank you guys for continuously for your love and support subscribing liking sharing commenting it's a lot we have worked tirelessly but you know sometimes I just need a break but the communication on my part tends to be poor and so i'm improving i'm improving on that and you know i will not let you guys down thank you guys so much A lot has been happening. But as Mary said, for personal special needs, we want our own space. We need our own. We need our own space. We need our own breaks. We need people to understand that life is not a bed of roses and we need to, you know, have our own way and breathe. So every Sunday, you'll you'll get your episodes out. And next week, you will hear from Miss Sabrina Rice on the topic of soul alignment, soul healing, Authentically aligning you, you know what you need to do to get your soul back on track. So, Clint, give us your opinion on, you know, well, what you think is going on in our society, especially for special needs and the general behaviors, you know, the patterns, as Mary spoke about this discrimination, the attitude. What say you?
2: Um First of all, I'm gonna touch on what um Miss Mary Church said. Um us as um blind people, we do need mm-hmm. our space. Um simply because like a lot of people don't understand that being blind every day of your life sometimes it's you, you wake up and you just be like, Oh man, I'm blind again. I gotta deal with this. Yeah, sometimes it, it gets overwhelming. So um and I can understand mm-hmm. why some people could say, "Oh, blind people are mean," because like some some days, we really don't want to be bothered if we out mm-hmm. walking, going to the mm-hmm. going to the store, or, or if we out walking exercising, or, mm-hmm. or, or or if if we have guide dogs and we're actually um, walking our guide dogs, sometimes we don't want to be bothered. But you know, um, we live in a, we live in a society where people are curious and yes. they're gonna ask dumb questions they're gonna they're gonna be rude they're gonna they're gonna do this they're gonna do that so you know um and we get all we we, we get we get all the backfire because we have a condition people say oh because they're blind you know what I mean? yes because they're blind they feel this way because they're blind they feel, they yes. feel that way but you know like um a lot of people just don't understand how it is to be blind, how it is to wake up in the morning and um a lot of people don't fail to realize when sighted people complain about this we don't complain about it because we thankful to we'll be alive so mm-hmm. like a lot of people fail to realize like the amount of stuff that we do to like function every day right so like we just, like, a lot of people will never understand us because a lot of people with sight will never understand us because they're not in our shoes. So, like, they just, hopefully they'll they'll get it one day that we do need our space. But as far as discrimination towards blind people, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be so honest with you, it's real out there. Um, If it comes to us from jobs, from, you know, like, um, um, going into the, walking into the store, People thinking that we not blind, like that's the biggest one that 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 gets me because I wear shades twenty four seven. So if I'm walking and I walk around a a um walk around a bench and I'm walking, you know, people mm-hmm. um, stop me and say, "Why are you faking being blind?" And you know me personally, what? you know, yeah. So, you know, like, you know, people, me personally, I live in Florida. So we are, everybody in the world already think everybody But you in Florida? Florida? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Florida. I'm in Miami, Florida. With everything being said, like, um, that actually happened to me when I lived in um, North Carolina. Because mm-hmm. um, I worked in North Carolina for two years where I lived on my own. I was very independent. Came back to Florida and now, you know, um, I'm still independent. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, like. That happened to me, and I almost lost my mind because, like, it's like I had to show this show this person my eyes. And when right. I showed this person my eyes, they were scared because, like, I still have my real eyes inside of my. One one of my eyes are brown, blue, and green, and one of them is great. One of one of my my left eye is smaller than my right eye.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: what 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 is um, Mary um, Church was saying. When Your eye is shrinking, my left eye is shrinking, and yes, it's very, very, very painful. And I deal with it every day on an everyday basis, and I don't complain about it because simply because I'm alive, I don't complain about it, nothing. If you know, I got if I wake up in the morning and somebody moves my cup, I'm not gonna complain about it, I'm gonna try to find it. But, um, it's just a simple fact. Discrimination is real towards blind people. Real. Especially jobs, Ubers, Lyfts, um, going to the store, jobs. I just I got discriminated against. Uh, when I filled out an application at Amazon and um they told me to like the um the the the, the representative not representative the um the um accommodation uh, specialist emailed me and told me if I don't get back in contact with her. And one day she was she was going to cancel my interview, so I got back in contact with her and told her my accommodations. Told her I was blind, and the day of my interview, that Friday, I woke up happy, saying, "Okay, I got an interview at, at Amazon." I checked my I checked my email. Mm-hmm. My interview was canceled. What? Yeah, it was canceled. So and then I wrote,
3: and then they're posing about the job for seventeen dollars. Yeah. Crazy.
2: Discrimination with Ubers and Lyfts like um happened to me a couple months ago because I'm gonna be honest with you, I was at a hospital leaving mm-hmm. um um Aventura Hospital and um I literally called for Uber to go home and when um the Uber when I told the Uber I was blind, the Uber left. Like literally just left and then you know it said that we're finding you the, uh, it was Lyft, the Lyft the Lyft app said we're finding you a new a new driver. So the new driver came about and next thing you know, um I said Clinton naked, right? And it said, yeah. So I got into the Uber. I got into the Lyft and I got halfway to my destination. And the driver said, um, you know. I picked up the wrong person, and Ooh. they took me back to back to Aventura Hospital, and mm. so, and it was discrimination because when I got back to the to, to the place to to, to to the hospital, I asked everyone. I say, did anyone request a lift? They say no. And the lady, she was standing out there. She said, Clint, you was the only person that re- that, that actually requested a lift. And I said, you know, I got halfway home. And this, and that person told me that they that they literally um they literally um um got got to the um that they picked up the wrong person. And she mm-hmm. says, she said, what the hell? I say, yeah. So she ended up paying for me a lift home. And wow, yeah. So like I told her, I haven't been back to the hospital ever since. But I told her if I'm if I'm ever back to the back to this hospital and um. And I and I and I hear your voice. I'm gonna give you twenty dollars so for lunch and all of that right. stuff. But right. Like um, right. discrimination towards people with blind people, people that's blind is real. It's out there, and um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I tell a lot of blind people this. It takes one blind person to to, to try to let their voice be heard. Around the mm-hmm. world, but if all of us, if all of us come together and stop,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, let, and let it be known, like I promise you, like all my friends, who so I went to high school with, twenty plus years, they say, "How is it being blind?" And I tell them, all straight up, I say, I say, you know, me personally, it's it's nothing to me, but the blind community is bunch, of, it's full of drama.
3: Exactly.
2: And they, say, and they say, I don't believe that. I don't believe that people ca- that can't see is full of drama. Y'all should hit me up. Oh, oh, oh. And oh. I said I told like it's a couple of my friends that got that have sites that actually joined some of the blind groups to find out what I'm talking about. And when they found out what I'm talking about, they said, why is it like that? I said, I don't know. I said, You got some blind people that's miserable that sit home all day, they don't do nothing. But they get on Facebook and they got they got they have Facebook, they have Facebook posts. The only thing they want to do is, you know, be negative towards
3: to post about their lives and who cares about who and who loves who. Let me ask yeah. you both before we go though. Um what has been your greatest fear and how do you overcome it? Let's start with
0: Mary. Um my greatest fear. Um well, I do have an anxiety disorder and it's treatable. So um sometimes I you know, my brain just goes really, really fast basically is what happened. Um, but as far as fear, I am somebody who is kind of afraid of the unknown. Um, I have a fear of the unknown. I I want to know what things will be like. And um, I wanna know, you know, what's gonna happen, you know, I'm a I'm a college student now and I wanna know, you know, because I'm getting close to my capstone and that means that I'm going to be done with my program. And awesome. I wanna know what my um what my Do master's program like, is gonna be like. Next, yeah. What job am I going to have? Am am I going to stay here? Am I going to am I going to move? Um I think about that a lot. And the way that I deal with it is mindfulness, I think. Um, it's really important to stay in the moment, especially when you are working um, on something scientific, like psychology, it's really important that you are present um, to read and hear what people are saying, and to to kind of comprehend your data. Um, the, the other thing is, is that I look at what I've been through already. Mm -hmm. and um I've been through a lot and I made it through and so I tell myself you know look at me you know I I've gone through this I've gone through a lot of different things already so if if it gets if it gets hard you know I have the I have resources and if if I need to get more I can find more. Um it's just it's just kind of hard to to just like stay in the moment for me and just not think about like you know what's next month gonna look like financial aid wise and
2: just right.
3: things like that. Right, I understand. Clayton, what has been your greatest fear and how do you overcome it?
2: My greatest fear is actually two things. One um dealing with dialysis as a blind person and i'm gonna be honest with you that's one of the biggest fears because mm. you, like i didn't know whether i was going to make it off dialysis or not and i'm gonna be honest with you um dialysis runs in my my zone in, in my, my mother's side of the family and you know um, my great grandma, she had died. Dial- she was on dialysis. She died. My grandma was on dialysis. She died. My mother was on dialysis. She died. So I thought when I got on dialysis, I was gonna die. Um, I broke that generational curse because I made it off the dialysis in sixteen months. And um, I'm gonna be so honest with you, like how I came that right um
3: Oh wow!
2: Uh, meeting older people and them telling me, "Young buck, you will make it off this." Just hearing that every day, it got me. It it it, I, it, it got me through dialysis.
3: Whoa, wow! From in inca- being incarcerated to dialysis to blind to a mo- bunch of other ah uh, troubles and trials from. Hard of Hearing, DeafBlind, Mary Church, and Clint Aiken has conquered conquered it all. Guys, look out for my website. Look out for my brand new radio station coming soon. Um, Our merges are out. We'll post the link in the show notes and the brief bio about our guests today and what's going on, and what's not going on. So, find us on social media and everywhere, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and find us on Apple Spot- Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, just to name a few. You want to say hi to anybody out there in the world? Gentle folks?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, My entire family, that's my support system. Um, And everybody out there, there's literally going through something in life and you not giving up like keep doing what you're doing y'all y'all inspire me to do what I do
3: mm-hmm. awesome Mary
0: do you want to say hi to anybody out there in the world um I just want to say hi to everyone <laughs> and thank you so much for having me I really enjoyed my time here and it was so wonderful to hear all of the stories and everything so thank you and um if any of you guys want to contact me any of the the listeners um i do have a facebook account um under mary church but just message me and tell me that you heard me on this podcast because i do get a lot of kind of spam messages and then i do have a twitter um it's Church Girl, and I tweet a ton about academia and things like that. So, thank you so much. I hope everyone is doing really well. Church is your last name? Church, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow.
3: Okay. So, with that being said, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. See you soon.
1: This is Caribbean Professionals, LLC, where simplicity is the best thing. We provide a wide range of services including audio editing, website building and maintenance, music production, just to name a few. Are you an entrepreneur or music producer or tired of office management handling? Let us take care of it for you. That's right, you heard me. We provide virtual assistant services to take care of your office management needs. We also offer a wide range of courses, such as podcast training, public speaking, and entrepreneurship consultation for small, medium, and large enterprises. So come, let us take your brand and put it into the world's hands. Our team is ready to serve you in true Caribbean style. Yes, come and talk with us. We are Caribbean Professionals, LLC, where simplicity is the best thing.